Welcome to the Primal Armor Podcast, where we try to help each and every listener strive for a healthier tomorrow. I'm your host, Jeff Kimple, and I'll be covering every aspect within the field of health, helping you build that strong foundation for improving your physical health, mental health, emotional health, spiritual health, and more. It's time to take your personal wellness into your own hands, and Primal Armor is going to help you reach those goals. I just want to thank you for taking the time to tune in and listen to today's topic. Enjoy. Welcome to episode 34 of the Primal Armor podcast. Today, we're going to get right into the show because we have an awesome guest on here today. We've got three times CrossFit Games teen champion, Dallin Pepper. So I just want to thank you for being here today, man. I know you got a busy schedule and just to give me the time of the day, I really appreciate that. Of course. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So you said that you were going home for the weekend. Were you in school or what are you doing? Yeah, so I actually didn't end up going home. Um, Right now, I'm attending Utah State University. It's about two hours from my house uh, where my family lives. So it's not too far, but uh, it's good that I can go see them when I want to. And then also just kind of be on my own up here and learn how to do the whole adult thing. So, (laughs) right. What are you majoring in there? Um, right now, I have it as finance. So, Okay. What are you looking to do with that? Um, well, ideally, I'd like to never use my degree and just continue to compete in CrossFit and uh, run my business pepper programs and continue just to create businesses. So, I mean, that's using my degree, but essentially, right. I would like to not work for anyone. <laughs> that's a good way to do it. So, yeah, I'm excited. So what age did you actually start playing sports? Um, I've been playing sports uh, since I can remember. I grew up playing baseball, football, basketball, a little bit of soccer here and there. Uh, Baseball was kind of my main thing. I played competitive baseball, uh, traveled all over the country playing, and then started to get really into football once I was in junior high. And then I ended up after eighth grade – I decided that I wanted to pursue this CrossFit thing. What got you into CrossFit in the first place? So my parents had started, well, my dad started doing CrossFit at a gym. Um, It was a little too far away for him and my mom to both go. So they ended up getting some equipment for the garage and they had told me, they're like, Hey, you should, you should try this out. It'll help you get stronger for other sports and you'll, just become better at all these other things you're doing. And I was like, no, nah, it's kind of dumb. I don't think I, I don't think I want to work out. Um, and then I saw the 2015 CrossFit games and that was the first year they had a teenage division and immediately it sparked my interest just being a competitive person. And the next day I started and decided I wanted to compete at the CrossFit games. So you just randomly started in the garage gym and then end up being a three times CrossFit games champion. <laughs> Just like that, straight from garage to the games. No, just kidding. Um, no, yeah, it was good. I started up at Spanish Fort CrossFit about six months after I started in the garage and worked with the coaches there and then slowly just grew working with more and more people. So, What's your coaching look like now? Um, right now I'm with Brute Strength. Uh, my coach, I do one-on-one coaching with Matt Torres. He's one of the coaches for Brute. Um, I also work with Coach Nemo from Train, Sink, or Swim. He's my swim coach, does a little bit of running uh, and conditioning stuff for me. And then just working with all the brute coaches. So you have a swim coach, just a normal strength coach. Do you focus on any other specifics? 
Um, so I got my swim coat. And has a couple coaches and a weightlifting coaches, as well as a mindset coach. Uh, so I get to work with all of them a little bit here and there, um, depending on the time of the year and what I'm focusing on. It's just crazy to see how far the sports came. Cause back like 10 years ago, you'd basically do it on your own. You'd have your one main head coach and that'd be, uh-huh. it. but now it's oh, and- so competitive that you even have a mindset coach. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, 10 years ago, you walk in the box, you do the class workout and maybe hit some extra strength or some rowing after the class and you're done. But now every decision you make is centered around uh, your goals. So, right. It's just like probably the best athlete in the gym was your best athlete in the area where now you actually have to take in all those other small little specific things. Exactly. So when you were doing this as a teen, because now you're transition into being an adult how did you like balance that seriousness of being one of the best crossfit athletes in the teen division with also just being like a kid still like how how did you separate that and still like have fun you know um one thing that's that's one thing i had to work on a lot um sometimes i wasn't a kid i was just so focused and i don't regret that whatsoever and over the couple years that i was competing and as a teenager, I learned more and more about what the right balance for me is. And I don't think, every- um, but over the years, I learned more and more. And like when I first started, it was like all training. That's all I did. Uh, I was asleep before 10 o'clock every night, weighed every single thing I ate. There was no exceptions to that, which was awesome. And it put me in the situation I am now. But I've, I've learned that I the right balance for me is in making sure to include that family time and doing other things, enjoying a couple days off here and there. And I think it just really comes down to who you are as a person and what works for you. If that makes right. sense. That was it, kind it, of yeah, definitely. But I feel like you have the one up edge on other people since like you started so young that that burnout could happen a lot quicker because you're going to be doing this for a lot more years relative to how old you are than a lot of people have been. absolutely so knowing that at such a young age is so important if you want to keep being successful and being competitive in the sport absolutely and i mean so after my let's see what would have been so 2019 crossfit games leading up to that the spring before i played baseball uh, at my high school had a blast right after the 2019 games i played football um, and having that opportunity to kind of step away from CrossFit for just a little bit, uh, most of 2019 was absolutely insane for me playing baseball and football and had so many, that really allowed me to come back and refocus and, uh, understand the importance of taking time away from the sport so you can still be passionate about it. Oh, for sure. But now how, how do you, how do you mix in that? with like training full time now, do you have to train a lot harder now? Like you can't mix in those sports. Is um, it a lot harder that you have to do this full time? I don't think so. Cause I, I mean, I've been doing it full time and I'm not in high school anymore. So I don't really, I mean, I'm not going to go walk on to the football team here at Utah state or anything like that, but making sure I spend time out of the gym, hiking, playing spike ball, hanging out with family. Uh, but this, I've been put in a really great situation. Uh, with where I'm at right now, that I love every second of the day. I'm doing what I love. Uh, 
with people I love being around. So it's awesome. I no complaints here. So that's awesome. I know you just mentioned a few of your hobbies, but yeah, what do you like to do on your free time when you're not training? Um, so probably the number one of the number one things, uh, it's more work, but, uh, I started my own business pepper programs. Um, so I create workout programs for specific movements. I do one-on-one coaching and then just your everyday programming for different levels of athletes. I love working on that business. Um, I really enjoy reading different books, mindset books that time with my girlfriend, just outdoors doing things. It sounds like you got, you got it going for you, man. I I'm loving life. That's my goal is just to love every single day and help people in any way I can. So, so what's your outlook like going forward with the CrossFit competitive world? I know that this year wasn't the greatest year just because you went from three times straight CrossFit teens champion and that now you're in the, you're the small fish in the big pond, but what, what's it look like going uh-huh. forward for you? So that first, uh, the open last year, like I said, I was playing football, so it wasn't a to level up, like test myself to the men. But when I made the transition from teenage division to the men's division, I felt like I was 14 years old again and had no idea what I was doing. Like, these guys are all on a whole new level and then with the craziness that this year has brought it actually for me personally worked out great I wasn't planning on being able to qualify this year um but luckily I still had access to a gym through all the crazy COVID stuff and whatever um so I was still able to train every single day and this year turned out to be one of the best training years and I'm looking forward to next year and my number one goal is to qualify for the CrossFit Games next year is there any sanctionals that you've been looking at that you really want to try to get to? Um, nothing that I've like seriously looked into yet right now. I'm just focused on the open, but like a goal of mine would obviously to be to compete at the rogue invitational. And then me and my buddies would all like to qualify for some of the sanctionals down in South America, just cause they're a little smaller prize money's not as big. So some of those top guys aren't going to be at those ones and then hopefully earn our way to compete with them. Plus, then you get to travel some places that you probably wouldn't have gotten to. Exactly, yeah, the for situation. sure. Where did you place in the Open last year? Honestly, I have zero idea. I I did the workouts one time and barely checked the leaderboard. I, I don't blame you. Yeah. It, it's going to be crazy seeing how now that you can completely focus on CrossFit instead of just like, yeah, I was in high school and I was doing baseball and I was doing football. It's going to be crazy to see that you have a full year of just straight dedication, Mm -hmm. especially with how crazy this year has been, that there's really nothing else you can do. You really can't go out and do much other than train. So it's going to be interesting to see where you stack up versus everyone else in the field. Yeah, I mean, I've got my coach coaches some other really competitive uh, teens and also kids that are my age that just aged up into the men's division and we've been comparing workout times with each other. And I know a couple games athletes pretty well, and we're always messaging each other. And it seems like I'm right where I need to be. So hopefully I can show that in the open. And you're right where you need to be. And you're what, 18 years old, almost 19. <laughs> yep. You have to throw that in there, but still you're 18 years old and you're probably competing with some of the best of the best. So that's just ridiculous. Yeah. And then like one thing that I always try and remind myself is like my prime isn't going to be for 10 more years. I mean, Matt Frazier's 31, I think. Uh, 
So I'm hoping to hit my prime around 27, 28 years old and then ride it out from there. So by then, Matt's, by then, Matt's still going to be in his prime. So you're still going to have some more. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> uh, real talk. Who do you think would win? Prime Froning, Prime Frazier. Frazier. I, I hate – I mean, I love Rich Froning, and I hate to say it, but it's Matt is fitter um, and more well-rounded. I think the way they do things these days, it's just everyone has to be more well-rounded. Absolutely, yeah. But just like competitive drive and who would actually want to die more, I feel like that would be Froning in his prime of like 2013. I do agree with that. Like Froning will suffer. Um, And I think it's hard to compare just because like – if I were to go to the CrossFit games where I am now, like in 2012, 13, I probably, I mean, probably would have won. Yeah, exactly. So it's like crazy to think about because a bunch of us did heavy DT, a bunch of my buddies. Um, and they did that at the 2015 games and we all smoked the top time by like a minute and a half, two minutes. Right. So it's, it's hard to compare Froning and Frazier, I think, but I do think Frazier's fitter. <laughs> It's just like the comparison of Michael Jordan versus LeBron. Exactly. You can't ever make the comparison because they played in two different eras, but everyone still likes to do it because it's fun to do. For sure. Yep. But you got the leverage too because you can say you have three times more team championships than Froning or Frazier. <laughs> so if you start if you start winning a few regular games ones, you can start saying that, hey, I have something you guys don't, so I'm the real Exactly. Good. There we go. I always like to bring up the fact that me and Tia have won the CrossFit Games the same amount of times as of right now. <laughs> exactly. You can start saying, like, yeah, Matt's won four, Rich has won four, Tia's won three, and I've won three. I- I'm, in- <laughs> I'm in the Mount Rushmore of faces of CrossFit right now. No, yeah, it's fun. Teenage Division's definitely different, but it, it was a blast. I mean, you don't have to add the teenage name in there. If you're oh, yeah. Three times games champion. You're not lying. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so I, I just want to know your opinion on this. With with all the stuff with, like, Greg Glassman going on and over the summer and stuff and the transition to Eric Rose had just taken over, where do you think the sport's going to go now? Do you think it's going to grow, or do you think it's kind of fading away? So I've actually had some really cool opportunities uh, – my agent was able to set up a call with Dave Castro as well as Eric Rosa for all of his athletes um, to get on and just talk to them and ask questions as well as um, I've been blessed. I got invited by Brent Fikowski to be uh, one of the members of the professional fitness athlete association. So I've been able to kind of be behind the scenes and I am pumped for the future of CrossFit. Uh, Eric Rosa is the perfect man for the job. He understands um, what it's like to own an affiliate. He understands what it's like, what, how CrossFit has grown over 10 years. He's been doing it for 12 years. Um, And then he's a huge fan of the sport and wants to see that grow. And based on what I have heard, um, we're bringing tons of media back. Um, The CrossFit game season is a huge focus as well as making sure the affiliates and the everyday gym goers are well taken care of. So I see the sport continuing to grow uh, immensely. Good. That's good to hear. I know I was excited when I saw that Eric Rose was taking over and he was an affiliate owner himself. Mm -hmm. 
And then just seeing kind of Castro take over a little more responsibility himself. Cause you always felt like he was the figurehead. Cause exactly. no one really knew Greg Glassman was, he was just kind of off to the side and just being kind of like a weird little scientist to it all. <laughs> exactly. And I think that's part of the reason why after 2018, uh, Glassman was making sure his name was heard after that season was over, which kind of sucked, but that's right. Because like CrossFit was known as the sport and not what he wanted it to. But now I feel like CrossFit's actually just going to be like known as the sport of CrossFit and keep Mm kind of taking off. And people are going to, I mean, the sport matters just as much as the affiliates and the health of everyone. Um, Honestly, the health part's so cool to me. Uh, But I think there's going to be equal focus and both will, continue to grow so where do you see crossfit in like five years from now i mean let's see uh i see the competitions being way bigger i see crossfit hopefully signing with an espn type figure to help broadcast and the entire season and not just the crossfit games i think that's a big goal of theirs um and then eric rosa also mentioned he's like he really wants to make sure the athletes are taken care of so that they can continue to compete in the sport as professionals and not have to work other jobs that take away from training. So I think it's just going to become more and more professional. That's awesome. Do you feel like Rogue's going to have a big deal in that going forward, not Reebok? I do see, I do see Rogue kind of stepping up a little more. And then I don't think they'll partner with any brand like Reebok or Nike. Um, I think I see it being, I could see it being the rogue CrossFit games before either mm-hmm. of those two. That's what I figured too. Cause I feel like they got to have some bigger sponsorships like that to be able to like cover the bills, but yeah. you're Mr. And- Finance over here now. So you should be able to tell me a little bit more. About <laughs> oh, I just started. I'm in my first semester. <laughs> no, oh, come but- on. You, you should, you should know a lot from those intro classes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. English and uh, communications. <laughs> right. Um, so- so where do you see yourself in five years? I'd like to win the CrossFit Games in five years. That's my. I'd like to hear. That's what I'm giving my time. I, I was for. hoping for like I'd like to have five CrossFit Games <laughs> finishes in that time. No, I'm gonna give myself next year. I'm qualifying. Next year, top twenty. Next year, top ten. Then I'm fighting for the podium. So, and that can change quickly. What are you focusing on in your training? Like, um, what are your what are your strong suits, and what do you hate to do that you've been trying to work on to get better at? So one thing that luckily I've been focusing on since I was 13 is strength. Um, And right now I'm strong enough to compete with the men. A lot of my lifts are competitive with them. So right now I'm solely getting ready for the open, doing tons of burpees, uh, tons of gymnastics, thrusters, all the stuff that we'll see in the open. That's my number one focus. That's awesome. Does your coach pretty much program everything for you or do you get to do some stuff on your own? Um, he programs everything day to day. And then if I'm feeling good, uh, I'll add some stuff in mostly just handstand pushup work because I need to do those like five times a week to get better at them. (laughs) Everyone does. That's not a fun move for anyone. No, they're, they're definitely my biggest weakness, but we're getting better. What's your most hated movement? Hmm. I don't know. I try not to hate any movements. It used to be dumbbell box step overs, but I've learned to like those. Um, 
Let's see. I guess we'll go with strict handstand push-ups. Not that I hate them, but they give me the most trouble. We'll go with that. I'll tell you what. Devil's presses have been starting oh. to come up more and more lately, and I have a love-hate relationship with them. They're disgusting, but they get the job done. <laughs> right. Like, you don't have to do that many of them, and you feel good, which by feeling good means you feel like death. Exactly. But, man, they sneak up on you real quick. Oh, yeah. I mean, they have the hinge. Your shoulders are get tired. Your grip gets tired. Your breathing's uh, through the roof. Yeah. Man, it was it was good talking to you today. I appreciate you kind of giving me some of like the behind-the-scenes stuff. That's, of course. That's stuff that we, we don't get it understand or hear because we don't have those type of connections with some of the more prominent people in the CrossFit world. And I, I'm lucky to have my agent who figures that out. So shout out to Coop. <laughs> <laughs> right. You don't have to do any of the dirty work. You just got to go do the fun stuff. Exactly. He takes good care of me. I appreciate him. So That's awesome. Well, hey, man, it's been awesome having you on the show today. And I really Thank you for having me. And I really want to thank you for just giving me some of your time today to come on here. Of course. So keep up the good work and good luck this year with qualifying for the Open, the Sanctionals, and hopefully we'll be seeing you compete on the CrossFit Games floor next year. Absolutely.